Welcome to another weekly planner call. Just got to the office, came back from uh, Fort Myers, Cape Coral in a baseball tournament my son had. So we had to drive real quick to get to the meeting. For here we are. That's the idea. Never to miss a meeting. All right. So I'm going to go back. Let me see if you guys can see me. Yeah, you guys can see me. Guys, if you can press one, press one to let me know that you can see me and hear me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Lily. Thank you, Jimena. Thank you, Ronald. Thank you, Carlos. Very good, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Maria, thank you, Luz. Jeff, perfect. Excellent. All right. Got it. So last week, we had a very interesting session. And uh, I want to make sure that, that we go over it again. Uh, not only the session was very interested, interesting and you had a lot of questions, but also after I finished that session on Monday, you guys bombarded the forum, which is great. Uh, and you guys even send me some direct uh, uh, questions through my email. So I'm gonna go very quick. I'm gonna go to, through the details. Basically the questions where I'm new in the, in the business or I want to grow my business, what are the next steps, right? So I'm gonna share with you this you saw last week for those of you who were here, but remember, this is all about frequency and consistency, guys, all right? The doctor, the lawyer, the accountant, the athletes, the actors, it's not about how many new things they try. It's about how much of a master they become of the few things they need to master, all right? So let's go back. I'm gonna share with you my screen. You're gonna see right here some of the questions we have from last week and uh, right here, uh, right here, I'm gonna start right here. All right, so slideshow from current. As you can see right here, uh, I'm starting real estate. My goal in the next 12 months is to build my customer base, sell a minimum of uh, two houses monthly. And as I said before, it's not about only the goal. The idea with you guys here is to make sure that you establish your number one, your financial goal. Because according to your financial goal, we're going to set a strategy. Step number two, what's your strategy? But number three, and the activities that you need to do in a daily, weekly, and a quarterly basis so you can accomplish that financial goal, right? And, and you're going to have to adjust either the goal or the activities okay, along the way, right? So right here. The second question was my number one goal is to set up my business so I can start making consistent transactions that allow me to fully transition into real estate as my career for the next decade. My income goal for the first year is $150,000. That was from another agent, right? So the reality, as I explained last week, is that all of you have a different knowledge. Number two, different needs. Some of you need to make 50,000 and that's okay. Some of you need to make 150,000 and that's okay too, all right? What we need to realize is where we are in terms of three things. Number one, my knowledge. Okay, where am I in terms of knowledge? Not only specialized knowledge, but marketing knowledge and skills, right? And skills. So what I want you to understand is that you need to attach to your financial goal and strategy. And that strategy, we're gonna help you develop that whether you're a new or experienced agent or a top producer, right? Top agents come to us, those closing 75 million, 120 million, $200 million a year, they come to us so we can set up the right strategy, set up the right goal, and then the right strategy attached to the daily, weekly, and quarterly activities. That's what we do with brand new agents and the top agents you've seen in the Miami Real Estate Show and the, what, the ones 
that come to the uh, session from time to time, right? So here we go. Understand first and foremost your level of knowledge. If you truly want to accomplish your financial goal, you need, you need to focus in three things. So please write this down. If you want to accomplish your financial goal, please write this down. Number one, you need to develop your specialized knowledge. We've talked about that before. For those of you new on the call, you need to what? Know exactly the number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. You need to become a master, a true expert of your target market, right? As you can see right here, right? Number two, you need to develop your marketing skills. Three things, right? You need to develop your marketing skills. Marketing, it's everything we do out there to make sure that you generate enough leads. This business is all about leads. Starts with the leads. No leads, no business. So you truly need to develop, and we're gonna talk about the four lead sources, right? But first and foremost, you need to make sure that every single day you have enough new people to talk to. If you don't have that right now, first of course, you need to develop your specialized knowledge about your area because you don't want to do the marketing. Step number two, number two, and there are three steps, right? Specialized knowledge. You don't want to do the marketing if you don't have the specialized knowledge. The reason being is that if you do the marketing without the specialized knowledge, all you're doing is telling more people that you don't know what you're talking about. So that's why specialized knowledge is number one. Then again, you need to develop your ability to generate leads and that's called marketing. The difference between marketing and selling is that marketing, it's everything we do out there, whether it's online or offline, to have the opportunity to talk to potential buyers and sellers. That's marketing. And we're gonna talk about marketing in depth right here in this call. And then, all right, selling, it's completely a completely different skill from marketing. Selling, it's everything that we do once we have the opportunity because of marketing to have that potential buyer or seller on the phone or face-to-face. -face. In order to reach your financial goal in real estate, you need to master those three skills, specialized knowledge, marketing, and finally, sales conversations you need to have enough sales conversations every single day. Last week, we went over those. So I suggest, again, you take out your phone and take a picture of this screen because you should have it in your phone every single day so you truly understand how we are gonna set up your plan according to your financial goal. So right now, please take your phones out, put it in the camera mode so you can take a picture of this screen. So, <clears throat> In order to accomplish your financial goal, right? Let's say you wanna make $120,000 and the average transaction in your area is $10,000 net to you. How many transactions you need to close? Of course, you know the answer is 12, right? $120,000 a year, my average commission is gonna be $10,000. In order to reach $120,000, I need to close how many transactions? 12 transactions. I'm just giving you a very simple example so you can understand it. Now, that's the financial goal, number one, right? So number two, we're gonna attach activities to that goal, and I'm strong, right? So what are the daily activities? We said conver uh, conversations, right? So how many conversations we need? So let me go into that, and let me show you right here 
in a very simple map right here what you need, all right? And I went over this last week, but this is so important, guys, all right? So if you need to close 12 transactions, how many leads, people that talk to you because of, you, because of the marketing you did, all right? How many people need to talk to you and said, yes, I want to purchase or sell a property within the next 12 months? You need to find 60 people like that, right? Numbers don't lie. Over 50 years, all right, of real estate sales, house, uh, you know, real estate, uh, banking, auto industry, it doesn't matter what industry it is, it's gonna be 20%. So right here, you need to find 60 leads. In order to find 60 leads, you need to talk to about 300 people. Now, understand the importance. I'm not giving you only the success numbers. I'm giving you, I want you to pay attention more to the failure numbers than the, the success. Look, you need to have 300 sales conversations to find 60 people, meaning 240 people are gonna say, I'm not interested in buying or selling right now. But out of those 300 people, you're going to find 60. But out of those 60 people that told you, I'm going to either purchase or sell a property within the last 12, next 12 months, listen guys, 48 are not going to do a, make a transaction with you. It's that simple. It's that simple. So we need to understand the failure rate so we don't get frustrated because most agents don't have enough leads, people to talk to. So they speak to very few people and because of the percentage, the conversion of the, the percentage of the conversion, they get frustrated and stop. This is a very simple business. And as I said last week, I didn't say it was easy. I said it's, it's, it's simple. If you speak to 300 people that downloaded a guide, that opened your emails, that got your postcards, you found, you found about them because of a marketing effort you did, out of those 300 people in a marketing effort, you're gonna find 60 people that are gonna tell you, I'm ready within the next 12 months. And for those 60, you're gonna find, wanna find 12, got it? So this is so critical for your business. One of the most important things in real estate as a salesperson is to keep your emotional stamina high. Real estate agents go through ups and downs almost every single day of the week. And in order to keep your sanity, you need to understand these numbers. You need to understand that, yes, out of 60 people, 48 are gonna say no. Out of 60 people, you know, out of 60 people, 240 are not gonna be interested. Got it, guys? So this is very, very, very important. You are not going to change those numbers. Those are the real numbers. If you don't believe me, go to your broker, go to a true truck producer and show this. And you're gonna see, they're gonna tell you, this is a 100% right. So now you know, for those of you who wanna make 150,000, for those of you who want to make, you know, a great living out of real estate, now you know the numbers. This, they don't, they don't teach you this, in most brokerage firms. They don't teach you this in pre-licensing school, right? Nobody tells you how many people you need to reach out to in order to have a meaningful real estate conversation. Nobody tells you, all right, out of those conversations, how many leads you're gonna get. Nobody tells you out of the leads how many people you're gonna close. I'm telling you that. And I can guarantee you that 12 months from now. Those are gonna be the numbers, all right? So this is very important. Let me see if I have any questions. I don't think I have any questions right now. If you have any questions, please make sure you post them right here in the forum. Now, 
I'm gonna go into how to set up that strategy, okay? So right here, how do we generate all these conversations, right? Well, the way we do it, and you've seen this before, email marketing, and you need to have an email marketing campaign. Again, every single week I talk about it, and some of you write, right? some of you are new, that you need to have the email, phone number, and address of the people that live in your community, of your target audience, of your farm audience, right? You need to have that email of those owners because every single week at a minimum of two times per week, you should be sending an email to your database at a minimum of two times. If you have the real estate black box, we do it for you manually. The other one should be the weekly statistics, right? You should be sending an email every single week talking about your market to your target audience, right? How many properties are, remember six things, how many properties are for sale, the average price, average price per square foot, highest and lowest for sale, and days on the market. By the way, by you saying this to your, and it should be in a video, so you can post it on your YouTube, you can post it on Instagram, Facebook, and send it via email. Remember, a video is a much, it makes a much stronger connection than just an email or a post. And by doing this in a weekly basis, you truly become the expert that you say you are. You start recognizing a pattern in your community and you should send that via email every single week. Don't worry, Octopus, the black box, and you know, 99% of you have this, will do it for you, all right? So second, social media. How do you generate, how do you generate leads? By the way, if you don't have the emails of your target audience of the community where you live, write us an email at info at montierorganization.com, info at montierorganization.com, and we'll tell you the company that will, you know, will, will sell you that information. It's very inexpensive, all right? And that company will provide you with the email, phone number, and address of the people in your community, all right? So if you don't have that, info at montierorganization.com. Second, you need to do social media. But again, guys, as I said before, it's not about social media posting. It's about social media campaigns. Stop the postings on your social media. You, I'm telling you guys, they do not work. Stop posting on your social media. By the way, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say stop posting. Stop focusing on posting on social media. The reach you have don't believe me. Just go to your social media, Facebook and Instagram, and see how many people saw your post. By the way, do that for two weeks, and you're going to see it is always the same people. Got it? And usually, the same people that see your post are your family members. They're going to buy with you anyways, or most of your friends, which the majority are real estate agents. So again, do not focus on posting on social media. It's not, not having the reach you should have, but more important, right? It's not getting to the right people. What you need to make sure you do is to create a lead generation campaign on social media. I don't mind if you post. I don't mind if you want to waste, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day on that. All right, that's fine. Do it at the end of the day. We know it's a waste of time. Some of you are going to say, no, no, but I got one or two clients last year from social media. Listen, guys, at the end of the day, we can automate that process. At the end of the day, we can replicate it. We don't know when that's going to happen. Got it? I'm not saying that social media is not good. Social media is great when, you know, when, we, when we know how to use it for selling, for getting leads, right? So 
next one, and I, I see that I have a question right here. Let me see if, I, if it is a social media question right here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, could you please repeat what type of emails I need to send to target audience each month? Very good, Ximena. So it's not each month, it's every single week. We need to send a market report explaining what happened in the community. At least number of properties for sale this week, which is not gonna change much from last week, it's just repetition. Number of properties for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest property for sale, lowest properties for sale, and based on the market. Ideally, Jimena, you should do it for the one, the two, the three, and the four bedroom units in your area. You truly want to become that expert, right? Most agents say they're experts in real estate, and when you ask them, Jimena, all right, tell me how many properties are for sale in the building, they don't even know. So if you truly want to provide value to our clients, if we truly want to help our clients, we need to know what's happening in our area to the smallest details. And those six things, Jimena, are critical, are critical if we want to help our clients, all right? Uh, Jeff Miller, yes, Jeff, if you want to, uh, let me type it in here, info for the email uh, addresses, address company, company, email us at info at Montiel Organization, and our team will help you with that, organization.com. All right, guys, there you go. All right, very good, good questions. All right, <clears throat> next one. So remember, three things, right? Specialized knowledge, Jimena, I just gave you those six things. I need, when I'm going to sit down with a potential seller, I need to know how my market is behaving. I need to know the number of properties for sale, average price, average uh, uh, price per square foot, highest lowest for sale based on the market for the one, two, three bedroom apartments, four bedroom units, right? I don't wanna tell them that I'm an expert. I want them to see that I'm an expert, got it? So number three, right, to generate leads is what? Online marketing. So online marketing, it's the Zillow's, the realtors.com, the retargeting Google ads, right? That's the third way of generating buyers and sellers. It's a little bit more advanced and it's a little bit more expensive, got it? I think somebody's right here, let me, Make sure that I uh, mute everybody right here. Continue. Okay, there we go. All right, so let me continue right here. Close this one. So what I want you to do right now is to ask yourself, right? Number one, do you have the email? By the way, these companies that provide you with the email, don't, I wanna make sure that you understand, they're gonna give you about 35 to 40% good email. So if they send you a 2,000, people database, uh, about 20% of those, uh, 35% of those are gonna be good emails. The other ones are not good. It's just people move all the time. So it's, they're gonna have a, a 35% success rate on the emails, okay? So just to uh, give you that. So do you have an email marketing campaign? You should already have, have it set up with the black box. And if you don't, call our customer service so they can help you set it up for you or with you so you learn, right? Number two. Ask yourself, do you have right now the emails of the people that live in your area? And if you don't, you need to get that. Second thing, do you have a social media campaign that allows you in a daily basis to generate new buyers and sellers leads? If not, then you need to do that. Remember, it's three things, right? Specialized knowledge. Once I have my specialized knowledge, I'm ready to talk to my leads, but I need to generate the leads. And the way we generate the leads is through those four things. Got it? 
It's very simple, guys. Very, very, very simple. Didn't say it was easy. But if you focus on one at a time, let's keep email marketing one week. Let's do social media for one week, online marketing, and offline. Within a month to a month and a half, you should have all your systems set up so you can create or you can have a consistent flow of leads, right? Now, after that, what we want to make sure is that we learn how to pre-qualify people. Number two, we want to make sure that we have a follow-up system. You already have it with this, right? So number three, we want to make sure that we know how to make a presentation in less than seven minutes. How do you, how do you learn how to pre-qualify? Guys, right here, let me go to, uh, let me stop sharing right now and let me go right here. You need to develop now, remember your sales skills, right? And your sales skills are five. How to pre-qualify, how to follow up, how to present, how to handle objections, and finally how to close. It's mastering those skills that are going to make you a successful real estate agent, specialized knowledge, lead generation, and then lead conversion. Let me show you right here where you can find this information. And whenever you have questions, you can post them below the video. So you go right here, start coaching. And after coaching, all you have to do is click in English right here. And then you're going to have the marketing ones, right? Target audience. You've seen this before, marketing, etc. Now your sales skills, how to pre-qualify. Number one, I, saw, I said it was five. Number two is follow-up. Number three is presenting. Number four is handling the objections. And number five is the review, which is the closing. Got it? So if I ask you right now, do you truly know how to pre-qualify somebody? I'll give you a little, a little bit more challenging question. Do you know all the objections and do you know how to handle those objections? Because if you don't, then you've done a great effort on your lead generation, email marketing, social media, online and offline marketing. But if you do not know how to present and how to handle objections and more important clothes, then we wasted all this time. Most inexperienced agents think that they have a lead generation problem when in fact what they have is a lead conversion problem because most agents don't know how to pre-qualify, follow up, present, handle objections and close. They think they do. But when you ask them, okay, objection number four, right? Authority, how do you handle that? It's difficult for them to communicate, right? So we wanna make sure that you develop those skills. If you focus on those two things, lead generation and lead conversion, and every day you do a little bit of specialized knowledge, I guarantee you, you're gonna see success in this business, all right? So let me share the last slide. If you have any questions, what questions do you have for me about email marketing? What questions do you have about social media, type of campaigns, budget, how often, right? Number three, what questions do you have about online marketing? Are you doing Google ads, maybe realtors.com, Zillow, budget, etc. What questions do you have about postcards, open houses, magazines, newspapers? What questions do you have about that? And then what questions do you have about pre-qualifying? What are the questions to pre-qualify buyers? You have it in the platform. To pre-qualify sellers, to follow up. How do you present? What offers do you make during a presentation? the objections, and then finally closing. Do we know this? Can we master this? It's only about mastery. If it is only when we master those two things that we're going to truly, truly, truly see success in this business. We are pretty much back into business, guys. 
do you have a marketing campaign now that is allowing you to generate more leads? And are you at the same time practicing on a daily basis your sales skills? Let me see if I have any questions. I'm gonna show you the last slide right here. Right here, I don't think I have uh, any other one right here. So that was it pretty much, all right? Uh, let's see, no, I think that was it. Uh, yeah, the project to 50, remember guys, can you clarify, please clarify the project to 50? I would like to know, is the project 250 a list of individuals that are in our farm area, or is it a list of our most important, important and closest contacts? The project 250 is a list of project 250 is a list of every single person that you know that is not within your farm area. Got it? So one more time, the project 250. It is a list of everybody that you know that is not within your farm area. That should be the seller's list. The Project 250 should be the buyer's list, right? By the way, it's not 250 people. It's at least 250 people. Got it? And we, gotta, we want to get them into the real estate black box so we can start sending them relevant information. That's it, guys. That's simple. All right. So let's see what questions do we have today. I don't think I have many questions today. Okay. Any questions? You guys call me during the week, especially my one-on-ones, and ask me a lot of questions, and I don't have any questions today. That's weird. All right. Hi. Oh, Orlando. Christina. Yes, Christina. How are you? Good. How are you? You're in New Jersey, right? Yes. All right. Cool. All right. So, welcome. Uh, tell me. What questions? I need your help. I need your help. I got a listing, like, uh, actually, on my... First email campaign, I got a, a listing when I start doing the campaign with mm -hmm. the content that you provide, I got a listing. And I made a CMA, I took to my client and I spoke with them and um, and they didn't wanna put the, the, the house on the price that I suggest them. Okay. Off is very hard, let's try. I said, okay, let's try, let's try to, uh, for two weeks and then we, if we don't have any traffic, we're gonna sit down and, and talk again. And they, the, the house is very overpriced. Mm -hmm. So, you know? so. Very hot. Let uh -huh. me tell you, people are lined up to show houses over here. Mm -hmm. So I guess your question is, how do you convince the client to drop yes. the price, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very simple. All right, so I'm gonna mute you. I'm, I'm gonna leave you, if you have a, I'm, I'm not gonna mute you. So if you have, so we can have a dialogue. Christina, you and I would say 99% of listings, not even agents, listings have that problem, right? The agent, the, the client always thinks that his property is worth more. So if you go to objection number one, all right, I highly recommend you watch the objections module. I'm gonna answer the, the objection for you anyways, but I want you to watch objections. For those of you who are having issues setting the right price or convincing the seller to put the right price in the property, watch module, uh, uh, the object, objections module, objection number one. So Christina, very simple. Mr. Klein, I completely understand that you want to set up the price at 550. Now, let me show you, and, and I want you to be harsh, strong with me, okay? I don't want you to be easy on me, all right? I wanna show you, this is property number one, compare, this is your property at $500,000, just an idea, right? 
This is property number two, your comparable number number two, 480, comparable number three, four, number two, 470, comparable number three, 460. Mr. Client, if you were the buyer, and there are, let's assume they're similar, okay? If you were the buyer, which property would you choose? 460, 470, 480, or $500,000? Don't tell me that, that yeah, Christina, Christina, I just wanna go through the role plane, okay? So we don't want to convince them. We want them to make that, we want them to realize that the price of that property is way above market price. Now, second thing, I'm gonna give you a second one, all right? So that's number one. Usually they see it or they say, no, my property is special. And I'm gonna go into that right now. That's, that's a long, long uh, video. So that's number one. You want them to show them. Number, you wanna show them all the comparables in the area. Number two, Christina, you, you and everybody else on the line, when you have a client that has an overpriced property, you need every single week on Mondays, have a conversation. And that's why I say it's so important, the six things, right? And you need to show them the comparable properties for sale, the average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market every single week. Because eventually, all of us know that eventually the client, the sellers, comes to realize that, hey, listen, my property is not selling. And sometimes, Christina, your property is the lowest for sale. But what we say is that the lowest overpriced property in the market, right? If the property is not selling, what is the market telling us? Yeah, but there are other properties, you know, listed for $50,000, $100,000 more. Yes, have they sold? No, you see, it's through a question, all right? So mm -hmm. our job is to every single week have that difficult but very important conversation about the market. Is it selling? By the way, the last one that I'm gonna give you right now, Christina, is Mr. Seller. Christina, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Cool. Let's role play on this one. Oh, uh, Carlos, thank you very much. Uh, Carlos, just put right here, you can go directly to the link right there and you're gonna see the objection. Christina, you are the seller. What, what's a pro by the way, Christina, what's a property going for? What's the price? $550. How much, how much do you think the property is uh, it's, uh, it's worth? Um, like $499. Okay, so Chris, now, now you become the seller. Okay, we think we can sell it for $500,000, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Mr. Seller, Christina, now you, I want you to be the seller and I want you to give me the objections, all right? Okay. Christina, all right? How long have we had this property in the market? And answer me the way, you know, the, in the reality. Let, let's, let's do a real role plan. How, much, how, how long have we had this property in the market? 15 days. 15, well, it's very little still, all right? It's only two weeks. Not okay. for here, not for here. <laughs> no, not for, not for, well, 15 days still. Uh, how sure. this year is not lasted even a week in the market. Okay, so good. Okay, so we had it for 15 days. How many similar properties have sold within the last two weeks, Mr. Seller? Show them. And you tell me the answer. How many? Yeah. But you, you need to show them. Mr. Sell, how many properties have sold? Does okay. that make sense? Uh-huh. Show them. All right. So by the way, Christina, that now as an agent, are there other properties similar to that one selling for a lower price? No, because it's, that's, it's, uh, I agree that it's a unique property. It's a historic. Don't ever agree or sell yourself that it's a unique property. It's never a unique property, guys. It's just a house, period. 
yeah. period. Unique means difficult, right? Don't ever buy into unique. It's not unique. It's a, listen, if it is so unique, it would have been sold. It's not so. Do very good, Christina. Never buy into my property is unique. Oh, okay, so how much is that uniqueness on your property? Well, my kitchen is so special. How much money do you put into the kitchen? $25,000. So from 500 to 25,000. What about if the person that is likes the house but doesn't like to cook? Yeah. Yeah, can you at the, the end of the day, the at the end of the day, we, we close it with this. Mm -hmm. How many offers have we gotten? Christina, have you gotten any offers? No. Zero, right? Zero. Two showings only. Okay, so we start with that. How many calls have we gotten, Mr. Seller? How many calls? Yeah, two shows, two calls. Two calls, two showings. How many offers? None. Okay, none. So at the end of the day, have we accomplished the goal of what? Of selling your home? Yes or no? No. Okay, so Mr. Seller, we say that you say that the property is worth five five fifty, all right? If we lower that property to, and I want to go to an extreme, Mr. Seller, so you understand it, because I want you to have control. It's all for his benefit, okay, Christina? So mm -hmm. if we lower the price of that property to $100,000, what do you think would happen, Mr. Seller? Yeah, we're going to Would you be able to sell it? Yes or no? Yes. Would you get more than one offer? Yes or no? Yes. Would that offer would be higher, those multiple offers, more than $100,000? Yes or no? Yes. You see, Mr. Seller? So all I want you to do is to have control because by now we have, in 15 days, two calls, two showings, and how many offers? None. But if we lower the price, then we know exactly what the market is willing to pay. And at the end of the day, who makes the final call to seller or not? You or the market? Yeah, I did, uh, now I already did two open houses in the, house, uh, in the property. Do not deviate from me. I'm, a, I'm a still in the, in the, I'm a still in yeah. the, I want to make sure, Mr. Seller, that we create enough demand for the property. At a 515, 15 days, how many calls? Two. How many showings? Two. How many offers? None. Exactly. If we lower the price, all right, like in a car, like in a good watch, like in the market when the market is hot, if you lower the price, you're going to have what? One more, one offer or multiple offers? offers. Exactly. Offers. And the price is going to get to what? To what the market is willing to, willing to pay. Yes. So now you have the power to make the decision to whether accept the offer or counter offer. Does that make sense to you, Mr. Seller? So here's the final point that I want to make, Mr. Seller. If we list it at 550 and leave it in the market for 550, can we accomplish the goal of selling your home? Yes or no? No. Okay, so if I make the mistake and I list the property for 450, you say, you're giving my house away, will we? If it is more, if it is worth more than 550, will you get more than one offer, yes or no? Yeah. Of course. Will it be higher than 450, yes or no? Yes. All I want you, Mr. Seller, is to have, for you to have the opportunity to say yes or not or counter offer. Can we agree on that? Yeah. That's it. By the way, by the way, I'm not saying, Christina, that every single time we are going to have the seller agree with us, but we want to make sure that he understands why we want to have a, what I want to make sure, and this is the way we close it, and you can see it in objection number one. What I want, Mr. Seller, is to make sure that we position your home 
as the number one choice for potential buyers. At 550 right now, too close to showing zero offers, is a position as a number one choice, yes or no? No. Do you want to sell it, yes or no? Yes. Right? So at the end of the day, guys, what I want, and, I, and again, I'm not trying, I'm not forcing it. I'm having him get to a conclusion for his own benefit. And sometimes it's not going to happen immediately, but I need to try every single week. And sometimes the listing is going to expire. By the way, you said you did an open house, right? Yeah, two already. Two already. Very good. You should be doing an open house at least once, ideally two times per week. You should do an open house during the weekend and you should do a twilight open house either on a Wednesday or a Thursday between 7 and 9 p.m. The number one, the number one, and I said it last week, the number one seller's lead generation tool is open houses. And that's why you see why so many top agents get overpriced listings. Because it's free advertising. And sometimes they get lucky and they get the seller to lower the price. Mm -hmm. right? So even if the property doesn't sell because the client doesn't come to senses, that's fine. You need to use that property every single week to get more seller's leads and knocks on everybody's door. You know I'm not a fan of knocking on doors just for the sake of getting leads. But now, Christina, you have the right reason to knock on somebody else's door. Hey, Mr. Client, how are you? My name is Orlando Montiel. If you want to know, Christina, that we're having an open house today at 123 Main Street. I would love to have you there. I want you to see the property and compare it, compare it to your home, right? We're going to be also talking about the five mistakes owners in this community make when selling their home. I would love to have you there, right? Next week, what do you do on Wednesday again? Hey, Christina, I know you couldn't come to the office. The second time you see me, it's okay. Now I think I know this person. Saturday comes again. Now I know you by your first name. Hey, Christina, how you doing? Again, Orlando Montiel. Listen, we're having the, the open house at 123 Main Street. I would love to have you there. Again, we're going to be talking about the five mistakes owners in this area make when selling their home, right? Fifth, fifth time. Hey, Orlando, how are you? I know you're having an open house. Yes, I would love to see you there. Now you're getting to know your community. You want them to see that you are the right person. Remember, guys, familiarity is one of the strongest human emotions, familiarity. That's why most people go crazy when they see a famous person. Why? Just because I've seen it so many times. And that's what you want to create. You want to become the celebrity in your community. So do not get discouraged, right? Talk to this client every single week. And at least at this point right now, my recommendation, recommendation to you is do at least two open houses per week. Okay. The awareness you're going to create in your community and the relationship you're going to develop with your client. You're going to show them, hey, Mr. Client, listen, we've shown this property X number of times. Mm -hmm. Got it? Good, good, good question. All right. Very good. All right. So uh, I look, look at it. Mariana. Mariana said, doesn't the appraisal have the final word on how much the property would sell? Yeah. Uh, I already yeah. used all the arguments with her. It's what not is gonna it? be I already used all the arguments with her. Okay. Uh, it's not going to be appraised. Um, you, if, you, if you put a lower and um, the market value, you're going to have multiple offers. I already told her everything. But again, we don't want to tell them. We want to ask them. Right? If we lower the price, are we going to have more traffic? Why don't we get to the client? Why don't we get another property appraised? All right? So we don't waste anybody's time. 
because some maybe somebody falls in love with the 550 but they need what financing exactly. but they can get the financing because it doesn't appraise so suggest to the client right mr yeah. client let's do an appraisal and by the way at closing i'll create i'll credit you for the uh for the uh, cost of the appraisal so it's on me got mm -hmm. it and get that over with at the end of the day mr client is not my opinion is not your opinion. It's not even the market. It's, the, it's a professional opinion. And we don't waste your time. Make it always about the client. So we don't want to make, waste your time. An appraisal, how much is it in New Jersey? An appraisal. Uh, it's, uh, for the house, it's about 400 It's the same thing in South Florida. So $400, right? Or yeah. do it 200 on 200 Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And put a cancellation close. If you cancel, you have to pay for the uh, $200 appraisal. That's it get it over with right maria thank you very much for that uh uh for that uh suggestion makes it easier at the end of the day mr client can we set again through questions and that's what we need to do selling is asking a series of questions guys right so can we sell a property right for more than it appraises can we yes or no unless it is a cash deal yes, unless, we can. Unless, <laughs> yes we can yes oh, very good yes we can only if it is a what a cash deal and usually unusually for less than two million dollars you're getting financing on the property yes we can but now we reduce right the demand on that property only to the people that fall in love for the property that want to pay more than it appraises for right and have the ability can I have, can I tell you when it started today? Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting to have one offer I set for one of my buyers. And I just received an email from the listing agent. The offer has to be um, waived, home, home inspection and appraisal. Yep, exactly, all right. Otherwise they're not gonna set the offer. Exactly. All right. Because they know it's already overpriced, you know, because so many offers. But again, guys, what I want to make sure, I'm going to mute you now, uh, Christina. Thank you very much for the question. Great questions. This is the idea of this session. Do not get discouraged, guys. Uh, you know, some of the top agents that we close, the, the coach, we, they have 60, 70 listings. And, and they, uh, what I admire from those top agents that we coach is that they do not get discouraged because they're using the property to position themselves as experts in the community, all right? So do not give the listing away, keep it, use it all the time. And let make, let's make sure that the seller sees you working that listing every single week. It is your opportunity to position yourself as the expert of choice for free, for free. Now, of course, we want to sell the property, but again, keep yourself up very good very good so maria says my pleasure i had this issue many times thank you maria hey if you've been in the business for a little bit you have all of us had this issue at, at some point all right and if you're a listing agent you're gonna get this issue almost every single time it's normal all right all we have to make sure is that we have the ammunition those three objections that i gave you you know talking about the fourth uh, tool right here maria gave us which is Get the property appraised. And uh, Christina, you're in New Jersey. It's the same thing in South Florida, four to $500. Very good. Uh, Sebastian, thank you for sharing all that information and the role playing. And Sebastian, it's all about role playing, right? It's all about practicing those objections over and over and over again. All right, Carlos Montes. Fernando. Yes, where is it? Where? 
<laughs> Patricia. There you go. Now I see. It. Okay. Right. okay, I had this uh, the same situation okay. in a townhouse in uh, in Weston. Okay. And, uh, and every time I show the property, I told the 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 list the um, buyer's agent. Okay. So listen, this home is different from the rest of the community that I have sold before. This one has more uh, upgrades okay. and it's a little bit bigger because they included some square footage from the garage. So okay. I said, my client wants this amount and he won't lower his price because he's already into another, uh, uh, buying another house up in West Palm Beach. So I said, if your client is really interested, let him know that when the appraisal comes, it's going to come lower than the asking price. But my client is not willing to negotiate any lower. So okay. everybody was aware of the situation. And okay. I got three offers okay. on, the, on that property. Okay. So even, even though appraised at a lower price, because the appraisers only go through prices in the same community, Right. Last sold within the last three months, and I knew it wasn't going to appraise. They 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 were able to close at the price. They, it wasn't the same price that I was listed, but it was like three thousand dollars less, something like that. Mm -hmm. I, I, and Patricia, that happens from time to time. Like for example, my wife and I, uh, we buy we bought multiple properties, at least two or three properties over listing price. Uh, especially me, when I like a property. I usually put ten to fifteen thousand dollars about listing price when it's for me to live in that property. Okay. Got it? Uh, and I don't care whether appraises or not. I'll put the extra ten, fifteen thousand. I don't like to compete. If it is a property that I'm going, to, if I, if that's a property that I truly like for me and my family, exactly. to live, I don't want competition. But not everybody's like that, and some properties are very unique. Got it? So, but but again, what I don't want to buy as a listing agent is believing that the property it's, it's unique uh because it has to be not only unique but it has to be unique to the seller to the buyer exactly. does that make sense yeah yeah of course so it's unique to the person that built it and it's always listen our, it's our property guys so we always think that it's so so special that's why we live on that property yeah. but what we want is to not get emotionally attached to that uniqueness Got exactly. it? That's, it. that's very good very good Thanks i got a, i got another situation with a buyer go ahead we went to see a property uh, mm -hmm. also in Weston. Okay. This guy, he's a, he, the, the listing agent is the owner. Okay. The, the house is listed, originally it was listed at 495, a 1345 square feet property. Okay. On a cul-de-sac. Okay. With a water view, which okay. none of the comparables um, I saw the comparables. They, it, it, I said, listen, I know it's a beautiful house. I know it's on the water, but I don't got any. I, I don't know where to find a comparable to your house to tell my buyer that likes your house is worth it. Okay. Because it's gonna come. The, the appraisal from the bank is gonna come. He's gonna do a comparables in this in the community, and he's gonna say this house is not worth four eighty. Okay. And then, and my buyer doesn't want to put money on top because he's like 50,000 above every, everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, and I told him and he goes, this is this house that I'm comparing to is a house that closed at 500,000. 
but it's 1900 square feet, dry land, and that's, but it was beautiful, beautifully re renovated. So okay. it has the same renovations that he has uh, on his house. The only thing it doesn't have is water, mm -hmm. but it's almost 600 feet um, bigger. And it's uh, and again, I would agree, Patricia, with Maria. At the end of the day, if the client really lacks the property, share the appraisal. Uh, yeah. Uh, with, the, with the seller. Listen, we'll pay 200, he'll pay 200 or 250 each, and, and that's it. And that will solve the situation. But the, the appraisers that you buy, that you, um, if you, if you hire an appraiser and say, okay, appraise my house, mm -hmm. isn't it different from the guys from the bank? Because they always compare. Well, but the, no, 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 they, it shouldn't. It shouldn't uh, because those are certified appraisers. And, uh, and th their job is, is, is to analyze the property with the same metrics any other appraiser, whether it's from the bank or from the buyer or seller. Mm, okay. that, that's their job. That's their okay. job. It should, be, it should be the same, right? Okay, okay. Good. So, so, thank you. Thank you, Patricia, for that. Sonia says, could you give me an example of relevant information I can send to buyers project 250? Yes, very good. So, for, let me show you this right here. Good question. So, I'm going to go right here. Uh, let me go and find it. For those of you, I think everybody on this call has Octopus Agent. So right here, uh, you are, I'm going to show you a site. Let me show you right here. This is the relevant information. So Sonia, you don't even have to create that information. We already have it right here uh, in Octopus Agent for buyers. Project 250. Remember, I said Project 250. It's for uh, buyers. So I'm going to give you some buyers information and I'm also going to go into the, the site, the, uh, our coaching, right? So right here, I'm going to show you this right here. And uh, Patricia, look, I'm going to show one in, in Western right here. By the way, I passed by Western today. I was coming from Fort Myers. It's about 40 minutes north of Miami. Uh, so right here. So buyers information, Sonia, right here. This is the first. Uh, so you have this, Sonia. I'm going to show you uh, with Octopus, you have this information for buyers right here. And you have way more if you go inside Octopus Agent, but I'm going to show you some, right? Top tips for choosing best tenants for your rental property. Four tips for first-time home buyers to make it a smooth exercise. Uh, I don't know what that what was, what meant. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that's, that's from the agent. Four tips to, for home buyers to make it smooth. This is weird right here. I think this came from the agent. Protect your investment with the inspection contingency clause. Do you need insurance? Uh, how much is the commission? What should you know about pre-construction agreements? Five key strategies for rentals, investors. And if you go right here, I'm gonna stop right here. If you go to our site, uh, give me one second. I'm gonna go right here to this one. If you go, Sonia, uh, let me share this right here. Let me stop sharing, share. And uh, Carlos, if you can put again the link, so you go to right here to marketing, developing your content, you click in here, and then you go into the module, Sanja, and you're gonna have here some more content for your buyers, okay? Not only for buyers, but also for investors and sellers, right here. I'll give you 48 titles and content, right? So right here, you can see it. Most of these things we've developed, most of them, not all of them, but most of them. So I'm giving you some ideas. Five common mistakes owners make 
no, this is for sellers, buyers, the 10 best kept secrets for buying a home, how to find the right property for you, the importance of how inspection before buying a home, the secret of negotiation right here, all right? Uh, by the way, I'm gonna give you this right here so you can have, so you can have it in, uh, you, all of you guys can have it right here. I'm gonna put it right here to everyone so you can see different types of contact and also you have it in Octopus. So right there, uh, Sonia. Elvis, go to, go to Master Real Estate class to get the Project 250 under target. Thank you very much, Elvis. Thank you very much, appreciate it. The Project 250 and target audience, I just showed that, that right there, very good. Carlos says, we need to shift the conversation mode from telling the client to asking the client. Let him her arrive to that same own answer, to their own answer, to the same conclusion. Very good. Elvis, thank you very much. My pleasure. Sanja, thank you. There you go, guys. All right. So as you can see, I'm going to go one more time. I'm going to show you exactly how to get to the, to the, right here, share, to the objections. Guys, the objections is one of the most important parts of the, let me see, stop right here. Let me see. I want to show you how to get there. Uh, right here. There we go. All right. So I want to show you how to get to the objections. Please, please, please practice these objections every single day for the next 30 days. And it will become automatically the response to just those objections will become automatically like when you listen to a song very, very many, many times, right? Autom automatically you're singing the song without even paying attention, right? So right here, if you go to start coaching right here and you click on English right here, and then you go down, you scroll down to the objections, right? You're gonna have every single objection. I guarantee you every single objection, you're gonna find it here, module 13 and module 14. 14. It is critical for your success in this business to increase your conversion rate because you're gonna get these objections, especially price. That's why we have it as number one the price objection. I highly suggest you listen to this on your phone, on your iPad, on your computer over and over and over again, all right? Because you're gonna get them over and over and over again. Carlos, thank you very much. Developing your offer, perfect. Do you have role-playing sessions to practice these objections? Uh, we had them live, but because of uh, COVID, we don't have them anymore. But if we have enough people online, I will create one. So. If you guys send me an email, and I think Maria, that is a great, great, great question. If you, Maria says, I'm in. So Barbara says, I'm in. Oh, Sebastian says, I'm in. So Carlos, please take note of everybody. So email us, info at, oh, I love this. I love this info, info at Montiel. Look at all these people. Info at MontielOrganization.com. And the word objections, objections. And I'll have my team, by the way, that's great. And I'll have my team set you guys up in a group. And next week we will, look at this, look at that, wow. And next week we will set up an online session with you guys uh, with the objections. You need to practice this every single week, guys. Uh, this is to me the most important uh, skill you need to develop as a real estate agent, way more important than a presentation. A presentation lasts five to seven minutes, three steps. Hi, Mr. Seller. Thank you for having me in your home. Before I make my presentation, I want to make sure that I understand the pros and the cons of your home. If you don't mind uh, walking me around and explaining to me what you've done to improve 
the value of your home. And if there is anything that we need to disclose legally to uh, the potential buyer, I would love to know. So let me, let's uh, please walk me around so I can take some notes. Step number one. Step number two, there are three steps. Step number two, it's going to pre the pre-qualifying question. So Mr. Seller, thank you very much for having me in your beautiful home. I took note, note of everything um, that it has uh, to do with the home and that we want to uh, use as a negotiation tool with the buyers. Now, before I make my presentation, I want to make sure that I go through the questions uh, that we went over the phone. You said you want to sell for three fifty. You had a, a mortgage one hundred fifty thousand dollars. You wanted a two hundred thousand dollars. Is that you want to move by August fifteenth? Is that still the case? Yes or no? Perfect. We will go through that process now. Step number three is showing the comparables. This is a subject property. This is comparable number one, number two, number three. Now, Mr. Seller, if you were the buyer, which one would you choose? I'm now, right now, getting into what? Into the objections. I transitioned from the presentation to the objections. Did I talk about myself? No. Did I say how many years I've been in the business? No. Did I talk about my company? No. If the client asks me about that, I will gladly mention it. But I don't want to deviate from the real, real, you know, uh, point, of, point of transition to getting the listing, which is the objections. That's your number one skill. Very good. All right, so Carlos says, please, if you're interested in role playing, write to us info. Very good. With the subject, role play. Okay, perfect, even better. Role play, very, very good. Role play, and we'll have our team coordinate. Carlos will coordinate with you on how to set up the, the, uh, the role playing. Um, by the way, Carlos, one more thing I'm gonna do. If we have, more than 10 people for next week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the second part of the session. So half an hour next week to answer questions. And the second part is gonna be all about the experience in role playing. And we're gonna try for a week. And if we keep doing this and you guys are engaging, definitely we will do it every single week. And I might even open another session, right? So uh, that was a great idea from Maria. Thank you very much. All right, guys, so I think that's it for today but not for the week. It's, the week is only getting started. We are here to answer every single question. Remember, for those of you who speak Spanish on Thursdays, we have uh, Daniel doing the same session in Spanish on Wednesdays. Every uh, other Wednesday, we have Pedro uh, explaining to you how to use Octopus Agent, the site, the email marketing, the automation, right? That one is only in English. So guys, we are here to help you grow your business. If you put your effort, if you engage with us, We'll make sure we answer every single question we have. Lily, thank you very much. All right, Miguel, thank you. Thank you guys for saying thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Let's make this 2020, the second half of 2020, an amazing, amazing half year. Let's make it happen, guys. Let's start the role playing. The second half, and I see a lot of people already uh, doing, uh, you know, uh, wanting to, to do the role playing. Let's get it done. Let's have the team organize it. And next week, we're gonna talk about it. If we have success with that, we'll keep it. We'll have a new session only for role playing. Thank you, thank you very much, guys. I'll see you in the forum. Bye-bye. Take care, guys.